Hello. It's your boy Will Smith, the track star sports. I'm your correspondent with the Kansas City for the Kansas City Football Chiefs. What's up? What's going on, Mr. Will Smith? It's your man, the voice. Track star sports, Broncos correspondent. Thank you so much for jumping in this interview with me so that we can talk football, seeing as our two teams are going to be playing each other in primetime on Monday night. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it, man. We need this W. I know y'all need the W, so it's going to be a fight. Yeah, we, we need it a whole lot more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've been listening to some different podcasts and things. That's how I go about gathering my information uh, since mm. I'm blacking out the, the NFL, at least during the regular season. Uh, come mm. postseason, um, all bets are off because I got some different feelings about that. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about <laughs> our teams. Before we do that, though, I'd like to ask you how you became a Chiefs fan. Now, granted, I already know this because we talk as uh, Trackstar Sports correspondents, you know, we, we've talked before, but the listening audience is unaware mm-hmm. of how you became a Chiefs fan. So if you please share. Okay, well, well, I grew up, <clears throat> I'm born and raised in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, but the funny thing is, I didn't start out um, as a kid, like watching the Chiefs. Um, we actually had uh, WGN network, which was a which was a Chicago network. Yes, yeah, yeah, we watched quite a few Chicago Bears games. Like I watched, and I was like a fan of the Bears. I love Walter Payton, like Jim McMahon and the refrigerator. So I remember all of them, and I love the way Walter Payton ran and and uh, never seemed to go out of bounds. You know what I'm saying? He ran right. with, you know what I'm saying? So I wasn't necessarily. Uh, full-fledged Bears fan. I just like watching them because we had the channel. So, and I didn't really get to start watching the Chiefs until probably around Krishna Koye. Um, and they had okay. Krishna Koye and Marty Schottenheimer, and um, probably didn't even realize we had a team until until <laughs> <laughs> then. As, as a young kid, man, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, uh, you know, I can't remember the exact age I was, but it's probably you know around the late eighties, early nineties when I started watching them. And they had Krishna Koye. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started really watching the Chiefs and um, following them and, like, just became a huge, like, Chiefs fan, especially once we got Joe Montana, too. You know, that was... Yeah, huge. that was a major, major school. Yeah, but even before that, I remember the Steve DeBurgs and we had Ooh. Dave Craig and, you know, yes. Steve DeBurgs was like, that blue-collar quarterback, man. He used to play with broken thumbs and, you know, <laughs> so, but yeah, man, I'm born and raised in Kansas City, so I'm Casey yes. everything. Now, here's the the really interesting part about all of this, at least my tie-in, because you know I am a lifelong St. Louis Metropolitan native. Mm. So, and I'm old enough to have experienced both football teams leaving. Uh, Wow. You know, but I mean, I was really young when the Cardinals left. Um, Mm -hmm. But I still remember it happening. And I definitely remember the Rams coming and then leaving as well. But when the Cardinals left, 
I was just too young to know or understand football. My father didn't mm. watch football. My only memory of the Cardinals is the reason that I hate the Dallas Cowboys to this day. <laughs> My brother lived in Dallas, and he came uh -huh. to visit for uh, the first time uh, that I met him. Mm. My father bought us some mugs. I still have the mug to this day. Um, mm. My brother had a Cowboys mug. I had a Cardinals mug. The Cardinals <laughs> happened to be playing the Cowboys at this time. Now, this is the early 80s. Mm -hmm. We, If you know anything about the Cardinals football team while they were here in St. Louis, they were absolutely abysmal. Absolutely <laughs> abysmal. So there was no, you know, doubt about. You already know the outcome. But from that point forward, I became an ardent Cowboys hater. Now I'll give them their props when they do mm -hmm. well. I'll give them their props. I'm not that um, unreasonable. But mm -hmm. let them have any kind of downfall, and I'm yeah. the first one there piling on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, so that that's how. That, that's my only memory of the Cardinals. Um, like I said, what's funny about all of this is when I started watching football, uh -huh. which is how I became a Broncos fan. I saw a game, it has to be after church. Um, mm -hmm. It was the Broncos playing the Minnesota Vikings at Mile High, snow cover field. Only thing that you could see were the plowed out hash lines oh wow you know as a kid i'm like okay i'm gonna watch this game whoever uh you know I, i'm gonna pick one of these teams that's gonna be my team you know just a little silly kid stuff you know maybe about mm. 10 years old uh minnesota kicked off to the broncos they caught it in the end zone ran it all the way back for a touchdown i became a fan of the game and the broncos were my team now what made that choice so wonderful which I didn't know about was that yeah. number one yeah alright well hopefully mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't cut off this go round um, yeah. like I said that's how I became a Broncos fan we arguably had we've had arguably two of the greatest quarterbacks in history um, Steve Atwater who was really the face of the defense back in the mm -hmm. day. Uh, mm -hmm. It's an alum of the same high school that I went to. Now, granted, he came out a whole decade earlier, but hey, still hey, same yeah. school. Hey, he was a beast. I remember Atwater, man. Yes. I remember Atwater. <laughs> Island Assassin. Uh, yeah, so I, I've been riding with the Broncos since then, and that was actually the 85-86 season. So my first, mm -hmm. my first Super Bowl that I watched was the one that you were talking about where the 86 Bears um, mm. won, won it all. That was the first Super Bowl I watched. And living in St. Louis, um, I really I could have gone one or two ways, been a Bears fan or a Chiefs fan. Being mm. Nigerian, I should have been a Chiefs fan when you yeah, brought man. up Chris McCoy, but uh, I, I was not. Now, help me remember, wasn't his number 34? Oh man, that's a great question. Uh, I really can't remember. And I just not that long ago I watched um, Chris Nicoye football life, man, but I cannot remember his number. 
Now, the, the only reason I ask about that is, I'm, you know, I love, like, well, I don't love all things Nigeria, but I'm very uh, proud of my heritage, and I, uh, I tend to lean towards things of that nature. I was looking at uh, Giannis Atetokounmpo the other day, and I was like, wait a minute, he's wearing 34. I think that's what Okoye wore, and I wonder if he wears 34 because of Christian Okoye. I know he didn't live in the States. Uh, Giannis didn't, but I was just wondering. Anyway, that's that's I'm another thing. I'm going to check on that. <laughs> okay. Well, either way, our archers, yes, either way things go, you are uh, a Chiefs fan. I'm a Broncos fan. Yeah. These are two foundational um, AFL teams. Mm-hmm. And we've had a rivalry ever since the AFL was created. Um, now, of course, we're coming in on a two-game skid. Well, actually, hold on. We're, what, three and three? Yeah, we're, we're coming in on a two-game skid, and so are you all. Yeah. So how how do you get it done? How, how, how do the Chiefs get it done? Well, I think um, with the way um, Trevor Simeon is playing right now, I think we it's almost um, what the Steelers did to the Chiefs. Um, they they said you're not going to beat us with the run. We're going to make we're going to bring pressure all day. They, they they brought blitzes. They continuously brought pressure and put the game in Alex Smith's hands and said you're going to have to beat us with the pass. Uh, okay. they, they loaded the box a lot. You know, what I'm saying Kareem Hunt still. Uh, did damage receiving, but he did not have a lot of yards rushing. Um, so I think we shut down Denver's run game. Mm-hmm. Um, we shut down C.J. Anderson. We can't let Jamal get his. You mm-hmm. know, can't let him break for a big one. We just got to shut down that run game and put it in Trevor Simeon's hands and make him pass the ball. Now, granted, our secondary hasn't played um, that great the last two games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we we are getting Steven Nelson back, who was actually uh, our other starting corner. So we're getting him back. So that should help out a little bit. He's a very physical young corner that the Chiefs has. So I think if we put it on Trevor Simeon and make him pass the ball, and hopefully Justin Houston will play. He's been limited in practice, uh, but I'm sure he's going he's going to go. So if Justin stop dropping him in coverage and just let him rush the passer and get pressure on y'all. I think we'll be straight. Okay, now you said something, and and I agree with you as far as how the game will be won if the Chiefs are to do it. But come on, man, you are a Kansas City Chiefs fan, and you know (laughs) Jamal Charles has a vendetta. Yeah, man. Ball out of his skull on Monday. Hey, hopefully they don't give him too many touches. He ain't been getting a whole lot of touches, so. Yeah, but. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got me hyped now, man. All right. <laughs> so, again, we got the former face of the franchise on the offensive end coming back. First game in the visitor's locker room. You know he is going to bring it. On top of that, you got. Kansas City's own Shane Ray playing for the yeah. first time this uh, year. 
at home in front of his, all his family, in front of everybody from Bishop. I won't even try to say the name of the school. Um, but Bishop Yates. Yeah, what? Well, yeah, exactly what you said. Uh huh. Uh, <laughs> so we have on both ends of the ball highly motivated people to win the game so i mean i i hear you i feel you and here is the piece and i said this in uh the mile high salute all of this i said the mile high salute here's a piece of things that really for me puts the Broncos over the top. Now, again, this is all speculation. The game has to be played. Mm -hmm. But all year mm -hmm. long, we have played up to or down to the level of perceived competition. There's no game bigger than this game for us right now. You all can lose another game, go on, win some games, and still get in. <laughs> if we lose this game, the season is over. If we lose this game, or let me say this, if Trevor Simeon loses this game, his career is done. Because you got Paxton oh, throwing. Uh, uh, the boy Kelly has been doing some things. Brock Osweiler, I mean, he was supposed to man. be the man to take over. He was an heir apparent when, uh, uh, when Peyton left, man. Yeah, if y'all ain't got no quarterbacks, man, y'all ain't got no quarterbacks. <laughs> you, know, you named off them guys. You named off all them guys. Brock Osweiler couldn't beat out that that boy. Play, he just gets a, a Brock bad. Oswald? Yes, Brock Osweiler is the reason why we won the Super Bowl because if Brock Osweiler had not come in in 2015 and balled out the way that he did when. Peyton went out, there's no way that we would have made it to the Super Bowl. As a matter of fact, I want to say Brock won the first playoff game, and then Peyton came in for the rest, and he shouldn't have. Peyton was just window dressing. He didn't do anything in that year. Hey, hey, Brock Osweiler, in that, I remember in that Super Bowl game, Brock Osweiler was not playing well. That's why they put Peyton in. And Peyton, no, he, Peyton, uh, Brock, Brock didn't even see the, the field uh, during the Super Bowl game. Oh, Okay, well, then, then, I did, hey, he wasn't playing that good in the playoffs. He won a playoff what? game. <laughs> the defense won the playoff game. The defense won, won the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right about that. You're right about that. Yeah, but I'll say this. I check check this. This is what we gonna do with Jamal Charles. Derek Johnson gonna blow him up like he did in the Pro Bowl game. You remember that? <laughs> I don't know. So, who, I don't who, know if you remember that Pro Bowl. Bowl. Hey, I'm just saying, I watched it. Just a little, just to watch. Hey, that's how much of a Chiefs fan I am. If we got some Chiefs players in the Pro Bowl, I'm going to watch most of it. <laughs> and I watched and Derek Johnson blew him up. But, yeah, we're going we to handle Jamal. And then you talk about Shane Ray. You know, he going he gonna to make some plays. But I tell you this, he's probably going to he gonna be so hyped, he's going to over-pursue, and we're going to use that to our advantage with Kareem Hunt. Trust me, he's going to over-pursue on the play. We're going to run right by him. And it's gonna be a big play, but he gonna get he gonna get his tackles. He gonna get some pressure because he's a baller. You know, I'm I'm also a Mizzou fan, so I know how good Shane Ray is. Yeah, St. Louis's football so, team because we don't have a professional man. team. But go ahead, <laughs> we got about a minute left. Go ahead. Okay, okay, but yeah, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be a fight, and um, I think offensively, I'm mean, like we've. You know, y'all got a good defense, but y'all also, I think y'all may have even had a better defense last year. You know what I'm saying? And 
and and we won both of those games. So because we swept the AFC West, so I think we we play well against the Broncos. It's, it's prime time Monday night Arrowhead. That's the nostalgia of it. We the real twelfth man. So it's gonna be a hey. Tyreek Hill might take one back, and that's an advantage that we have also as special teams. Okay, well, uh, as I said before, the games have to be played. We will see what happens on Monday night, and uh, I look forward to giving you a real hard time in the group meet. All right, man. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, uh, to wrap things up, really? Yeah. As far as the Broncos go, I've kind of laid out what has to happen, which Mm -hmm. is what the coach has been talking about. It's been being preached the past three weeks. We Mm got to run the ball because there's no way that we can be effective on offense without it being a balanced attack. Coach Joseph has said week after week after week, our offensive game is predicated mm-hmm. on running the ball. And that's the reason why, you know, I was like, dude, Jamal Charles' first game back, we know mm-hmm. we got to run the ball. This has been talked about over and over and over and over again. Every time we lose, which is something mm-hmm. else that's been bandied about uh, in Broncos country over the past couple of weeks, every time mm-hmm. we lose, it's because we're not running the ball and we got to get out. We got to get out fast because if mm. we get out fast, we win. When we mm. get out slow, we don't win. And we got to run the ball so that it opens up the passing game and we can get things done that way. Defense will hold the lead, but we got to get it. We got to get it fast. And if we're able to do that, which I'm fairly confident what happened because, again, we play according to the level of competition and there's no bigger game this this is effectively our super bowl unless we can get back to the super bowl this is it Mm -hmm. for the year so that's how we get it done we run the ball we're effective there it opens up the pass game uh we start hitting our targets that way we gotta 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 fix our red zone issues though Mm-hmm. That's something mm-hmm. that does concern me about the game as well. But if we're able to run mm-hmm. the ball effectively, it's going to be a long night in Arrowhead Stadium for the whole Yeah, team. yeah. And, and hopefully, you know, the, uh, I'm hoping my Chiefs can get back to being uh, a better because we used to, we always gave up a lot of yards. We were pretty much a bend but don't break type defense. Uh-huh. But when, when teams got in the red zone, we didn't let them score. And lately, we've been allowing teams to score when getting in that red zone. So we got to get back to shutting teams down and holding them to field goals. Um, like you said, I mean, I mean personally, you know, this may be just me being a Chiefs fan and loving Jamal Charles so much. I thought Jamal Charles should be y'all starting running back over CJ Anderson because he is a better back. <laughs> better complete back mm-hmm. um and i mean and i, I, I feel surprised. you on that I, I know that and you do too we know the reason he's not starting is because he mm-hmm. has some more miles on him it's more yeah uh it's wiser to hold him for mm-hmm. the other plays and the things of that nature because when he gets on there i mean he kills it but in order to keep him killing it we need to keep him off the field so he can rest and uh, be able to continue to do that 
which may be to y'all detriment. Thank goodness. <laughs> Dude, I, you know? <laughs> now, I'll say this because I've been, uh, I've been very uh, supportive of Vance Joseph. If Mike, if he doesn't get in Mike McCoy's shoes and, uh, or I should say, in his ear and chew it off uh, for him not running the ball and not using Jamal Charles. Oh, something's mm-hmm. wrong. He he look, uh Elway just needs to go ahead and, and pull someone else in to coach because that would be a travesty. Like you wanna lose mm-hmm. the game. Yeah, man. I mean y'all just gotta get um get Jamal out in the open space because he's uh he's hard to tackle. Mm-hmm. Or should I say he can he's elusive. Um he can make moves and he's got that that breakaway speed. Almost like um uh, a Tyreek Hill, though Tyreek Hill is like much faster, of course. Yeah, I mean, the mall is fast. I mean, he may have lost a step, you know, due to age, but he's still fast. And when he gets out of open space, he's he's a problem. So, um, yeah, we have to take a page out of that. Like how see how we used to use him back in the day, and like you, if you use Jamal correctly, man, he's gonna be, uh, you know, he will be a problem. Yeah, if you had the younger Jamal, it wouldn't matter. You could hand him off the ball because he used to get yards when we didn't have an offensive line. He was still average. I mean, he had the, the highest average in NFL history, like 5.5 yards a carry. Right. Well, so, look forward to mm. that Jamal Charles revival on Monday nights. So you can root for your man. I know you love him. And uh, mm. to the next time. What's your prediction? What's your prediction for the final score? Oh, man. We're going to have to do another one for that one. Uh, we gave him out time. Oh, you know what? It, it went all the way through this time. So my prediction on the score, I'm gonna say 24-17. I, I'm I'm recording. Thank you. I'm gonna say 24-17. Uh, Broncos. That, okay. That's, uh, uh, that's the score. Okay, my score. I got uh, Chiefs 34, Broncos 24. Okay. All right. We're we mm-hmm. aim on. Uh, on the Broncos score, I just think you're wrong on the uh, <laughs> on the uh, on the, the Chiefs score, especially seeing as uh, though we have not done well, we still got one of the best uh, defenses in the league. So yeah, I think you you might be uh okay. might be underestimating the the ground uh, control and the no fly zone, and the fact that you said your boy's coming back. First game, and he's uh, he's trying to have a big game. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, I said twenty four seventeen. You said mm-hmm. thirty four to twenty four. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this. Oh, you know, I'm so glad I called back. So last thing that I wanted to ask you: Why do you say the Kansas City Football Chiefs? Never mm-hmm. heard that term in my life. Until I don't know. It just seemed like uh, sometimes I think I would see t shirts, t shirts where it says uh, can't fall or something like that. And I don't know. It just kind of it just kind of flows, man. I just I just like saying it. Football chiefs, you know. So. <laughs> Uh-oh. Hello? Kind of cut out for a second, man. I didn't hear you. Hello? How's that? Um, but all right, that, that's what's up. Because I was wondering, it was like, I know that all the teams have 
regal names. You know, you got the monarchs were there, uh, the yeah. royals are there, but I, you know, just I was like, are there some other chiefs that I don't know about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I wish we get our kings back, man. They need to go have time off forget Sacramento. Sacramento even got a team, you know. <laughs> yeah, was it seeing as they just built another uh, another <laughs> uh, uh, stadium? I doubt that's gonna happen. Yeah, I yeah. know that's why uh, the Sprint Center was built, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that that's not gonna happen. Who knows? Maybe uh, maybe they can can lure the the Bucks away. I think the Bucks need a stadium. Mm. But yeah, man. All right, man. Well, it was a pleasure speaking with you looking forward to doing this again when we yeah, play yeah. uh our second game and uh yeah take take care and uh make sure you keep the tissue nearby uh on <laughs> hey, hey you do the same too you do the same and i think i think uh we played the, the broncos might be the last game of the season i think at in my i want to say i need to check schedule but i think we might play them last so that could be a uh, playoff implicating game. Yeah, that 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 very well could be. So yeah, uh, I'll keep the tissue nearby because I'll be crying tears at you. Yeah. All right, man. You have a good one, man. All right, man. Till next time, it's your man, the voice, sounding off with my man Will Smith of the Kansas City Football Chiefs, Trackstar yeah. Sports. We in the field. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs>